When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow. Who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. I have breaking news. Breaking news. Yep. Breaking news to start the show today. How does that happen? It's the dawn of a new era. Okay. It's the dawn of a new era here. Um, My herbal cigarettes are here. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) My herbal cigarettes are here. And to be honest with you, Dallas, Uh they've, they've been here. So here is the problem, right? And you can make fun of me all you want. I don't give a shit. I will. But my official address, my address that I get like all my like bills and whatever statements, I have that sent to my parents' house. Because I was what like, I don't, know what, I don't know what to do with that. What so that? like, you know what it is. Yeah, so I, I get, <laughs> so I get, I get my mail sent to my parents' house. And when I ordered the herbal cigarettes, they put them in my fucking mailbox. Like normally if I get a package, it'll go, they'll like tell me at the front desk, like, hey, you have a package, but there's cigarettes. So they put them in my mailbox, which I never check because I don't, I don't get mail sent to my apartment. And I, I just happened to check it quarterly. I'll see a little package and I was like, I bet these are my cigarettes. And there they are. I was like, Jake's probably going to think that I just like said that I ordered them, but I, I really didn't. Like, no, I ordered them. That's where they were. You fu- they were just sitting. Have you, fire, you fired one up yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, I, I'm, I, I, feel like, I feel like I want the first drag to be authentic. So I'm like waiting for the right opportunity to, to spark up. What the fuck are you shaking your head at, Joseph? It's already not authentic, no matter when. It's no, it is authentic. <laughs> it's not a real cigarette. It's- yeah, but it, it's... Yeah, I, mean, I am... I'm not, I'm not saying... It's fake. It's no, all no, no, fake. no, 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 no. No, 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 yeah, no. no. I'm not yes. saying no, no, no. Yes. I'm not saying I'm the face of cigarettes. I'm the face of herbal cigarettes. Well, it's you try different. to be until we discover that you can't buy cigarettes on Amazon. Yeah. Do you, you even yeah, know what herbal you you're smoking? This herbal. Herbal. Yeah. Do you even know what like uh, no honey idea. rose? Honey rose herbal smokes are made from a blend of specially selected naturally grown herbs, including marshmallow, red clover, and rose petals. So I got them petals, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Garava smoking them rose petals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> smoking them marshmallow. So when oh, you see us. Garava's is off them mallows. 
<laughs> when you see us in October, when baseball is dead, is on the road for the postseason. You can catch me smoking them them herbal cigs. Oh, uh, what do you what do you call a pack, Jared? Do you call them a bouquet? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh listen, listen, you can laugh all you want, but when I'm the face of herbal cigarettes and I'm on billboards and shit making billions of dollars as the face of an entire industry, smoking I'm gonna pretend I don't even know who you are. (laughs) That's I don't even know this guy. That would be fucked up. Because it's it's me burying you for smoking fucking chia pets that is going to yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think Michael Jordan still still fucks with the people that said he would he would never make it in basketball? He's a big fan of Steve Kerr. I ne- no, I never said you wouldn't make it. I'm just okay. making fun of you for smoking rose petals. All right, there's, but when I'm on a, top, when I'm on top of the Herbal Six game, I don't want to hear it. I don't. I, I don't want to hear it from you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not tearing you down. I'm just you know from the side. I'm just firing shots. That's all. Okay. I'm not tearing you down. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of backtracking because you know that I will become the face of Herbal Cigarettes. <laughs> nah, I don't I don't know if that's gonna be a thing. But right. but hey, I am I'm not gonna be the one to tell you that it's not gonna happen. Thank you. They're made in England. <laughs> They're made where in England? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I they mean, said the dude I mean, from uh Peaky Blinders. I don't know his name. He looks like Tyler uh, Glass now. Cillian Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that he smoked three thousand herbal cigarettes in the filming of Peaky Blinders. I'm uh I'm in season three right now of Peaky Blinders. It's a great show. It is. It's a phenomenal show. Yeah. So far. So that's phenomenal. my competition. That's my is competition for the face of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever I need to do to help promote that, you know, if, and Thank if it's you. burying you every day for fucking. <laughs> for I'm going to reach out to the company. Books. I'm going to reach out to the company and be like, hey, listen. Uh, I know that you guys are in the UK, but we kind of have a big herbal cigarette audience. <laughs> we do a baseball podcast in the States called Baseball is Dead, but we actually want to keep the listeners alive. Yeah. So we're, they're switching to herbal sticks and uh, I'm, I'm your guy. We're, we're, we're trying to help you pedal those pedals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll smoke cigs the whole podcast if they need me. To. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be a thing. Like you, <laughs> when you anything you do digitally, when you step out, if you are not firing up a fucking herb rod, then mm-hmm. you are doing it wrong. You're right. not living up to the. You know. Yeah, that's- I play by a different set of rules, Dallas. I feel like I, I think they said in my agreement. When I moved into this place, like you can't smoke anything in here. I'm smoking those cigs inside. I am. Yeah, you telling me I can't burn incense? That's basically what you're doing. Like, yeah, you know. And when you think about it, I don't know how many people would put their mouth on the end of an incense rod and inhale that thing. But I hey, used to, to do each that their own. when I was in middle school. You used to do that. That explains yeah. <laughs> that, Jared. You know that. <laughs> when, yeah. when I was in middle school, we used to take uh, incense, light them, and then take a double shot shot glass. Put the incense inside the shot glass, cover it with the top here, wait for it to fill up with smoke, and then basically like rip it <laughs> at the top Ooh. and then smoke it. Why? Most of those kids were, are in jail now <laughs> that I did that with. But what? Uh, because we couldn't like smoke cigarettes or weed in sixth grade. Well, I. 
I'm not condoning this. I hope you understand when I say this, but mm-hmm. yeah, you could. We, we had no access to that. We, we grew up in Saugus. So incense is the, mm-hmm. is the, what? What the I mean, fuck? When you're in sixth grade, you can't walk up to the, to the store and buy a pack of cigarettes. So you can't, you can't just like go to some sketchy dude and buy some weed. So we just went to Newberry comics and bought incense and smoked it. So we did. Yo, what are you smoking? Is that that? You, you smoking that Nog Champa? You yeah. that Nog Champa? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure like Cheech and Chong had their own brand of uh, incense. Christ. Clean yep. it up. Well, yeah. like I said, explains a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Explains a lot of your baseball takes, Jared. Yep. I got great baseball takes. <laughs> and uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to talk about some of those baseball takes. Um, this is another one of those episodes where it's kind of just like... Uh, it's just a, a melting pot of things that are going on. There are a lot of topics to get to. There's not one that's like, holy fuck, we got to lead with this one. But let's just, let's just start in a happy place. Let's do that. Let's start in a happy place. We can start sure. by going with Albert Pujols hitting 695. And I want to play... This was a, this, uh, we did the Red Sox podcast last night. Uh-huh. And there was a big topic that was essentially not critiquing, but going into detail of the importance of a good call and the difference between a shit call and a good call. I think we all pretty much know that uh, without needing any explanation. But the call of Albert Pujols hitting 695, it it was a 10 out of 10. Here it is. The 0-1 pitch. Albert hits one a ton. Deep left. It is gone. 695. And they get burned. His final at bat against the Cubs. A pinch hit. Two run homer. You got to be kidding me. So uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Did you see? Did you see the clip, Dallas? No, I didn't see the clip. Okay, so Pujols, as they have a great shot of Pujols as he's rounding first, heading to second, and he's got this big smile on his face. Love and that. people were interpreting that as like, look at Albert. Like he's, he knows that he's going to get to 700. He can feel it. So it was later revealed. He explained why he had such a big smile on his face. And it was because when he was in the hole, he was uh, in the cage underneath. And he was hitting in the cage and they had the radio broadcast on in there. And I forgive me for not knowing his name, Cardinals fans, but uh, the, the radio broadcaster for the Cardinals was saying how Albert Pujols is about to be on deck. And I have the privilege and the honor of calling his last at bat against the Chicago Cubs. Like he was like, this is awesome. Like I get to call Albert Pujols his last at bat against the Cubs. And then he heard that, came out on deck. Hits the two-run bomb that wins the game. And that's he said, that's what I was thinking about as I was running the bases after that homer was how, you know, the radio broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dope. That is that so dope. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now oh, he's at 695. Awesome. 695 Six. with essentially a little less than a month to go. He's got to hit five homers in like three and a half weeks or whatever it is. I mean, there's... At this point, you have to say he can do it, right? You can't say he can't do it at this point, can you? I mean, I don't want to fucking hear anybody say it. I'll tell you that. I don't want to hear anybody tell me that he can't do this. 
Why? Why why can't he he's five away. He's five away. Like uh does this is where you get into does the standings, does where the cards are at, does is all that going to play a factor? Well, isn't Albert playing a factor in what the cards are doing? It's not like he's taking garbage at bats, people. He just won the fucking game with his last homer against the So that's what becomes interesting is do they just continue to roll him out there? And if they do, which the production tells you, why wouldn't they just keep offering him up the way they are? Why why can't he run into five more? Why yeah. can't he? Yeah. Especially, he, especially when the like, highest, highest OPS of any player in August. Yeah. And he also, I think he his OPS plus right now is higher than it ever was at any point with the Angels. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. His Does OPS like, plus what? this season is higher than it ever was at any point. Angel, with the Angels. Angels fans. Um, I Hang want you to them. take 10 seconds right now and just say to yourselves out loud, how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it would be oh. different. It would be different if like Albert was a homegrown angel and then he went somewhere else and started doing this. But sure, like, he was supposed if, to be there for a decade. He was supposed he was. to be like this magic right here that's happening in the last three weeks mm-hmm. was supposed to happen over a 10 year period. Yeah, and it just didn't. And now it's like they're what it's back to the back to the old back to the old threads. And this is what's happening again. Mm-hmm. That's a man. That's a dagger. That is a that is a dagger. Angels fans, though, I feel like they they've. <laughs> They eat enough bullets to where like this doesn't hurt them. They're just like, yeah, this is the no. last of their worries right now. Yeah. On the, on the list of things that could be hurting Angel fans well, right now, Albert Pools going off with St. Louis. I don't think that it's on their radar. But I, how I don't want to say how can it not be, but how are you not? Just, you know what I mean? Like I want to ask Max. Do you have Max's number? Uh, Yeah, I got Max's number. Do you want to call you? Max right now and get him on? Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, text me his number. All right. <laughs> we're gonna All right. we're gonna get the live reaction of a real Angels fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be like, hey, this is Jared, I'm calling you right now. And and I bet you he'll answer. <laughs> yeah, he should he, unless he's uh, yeah, it's fucking What does he get? He doesn't have a real job. No it's chance. Labor Day. Yeah, he's got a real job. For those of you who don't know Max, um, he was the one that, uh, yo, it's Karabas. I'm calling you right now to come on the pod. Yeah. For um, Angels fans that listen to this pod, I'm sure you know his podcast. It's it's uh, Rocks in the Outfield. Yeah. Him and Carlos. Yeah. And uh, he he was blowing up a little bit on TikTok because he, uh, he asked Altuve if he was going to... Um, participate in the home run derby he got some shit with trout i forget what did he ask trout uh i I thought it was it wasn't about fantasy football fuck i don't know ask him i think it was i think it was yeah 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 yeah. it was yeah he was asking like how Stephen shea was doing as the new commissioner (laughs) and the answer to that is horribly it is not going well for Stephen shea we hate to see that. I don't know why my text my text isn't going through. Did he preemptively block me? 
Uh, that very well may be the case. Would you like <laughs> me to just call him? Uh, no, because then it wouldn't come on the show. Uh, why wouldn't it come on the show? Because he wouldn't be able to hear us. Oh yeah, you're right. Idiot. All right, I'm just gonna call. Him. I'm just gonna call him and see if he answers. He's just gonna see like a Boston number and be like, "What the hell is this?" He's gonna be so mad if he misses this opportunity. Dude's absolutely blowing it right now. He d- he doesn't know your phone number. I texted him. I'm sorry. The person you were trying oh. to reach has a voicemail box that has. Oh my I god! You said Max. it wasn't going through. The text is not going through, but the call did. Yeah, well, Anyways, if he gets there. back to us, I still want to. I mean, we'll probably. <laughs> he's got about two hours. He's got about two hours to respond. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know. Because Angels fans, I feel like some of them are really angry and defensive and some of them like Max are more chill and they they're like funny depressed. They're not angrily depressed. It's different. It's different. But they that understand being said, they, they understand the chaos that has been occurring. They like it's just been a control, not controlled chaos, but it's just been it hasn't been great. You can tell you can tell the fans that started paying attention once Shohei showed up, and you can tell the fans that have been through yeah, the, through, through the bullshit. All. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh Pujols sitting at 695. One more, and he will tie Dallas Braden's favorite baseball player of all time, Alex Rodriguez of the Texas Rangers. I think um people will be excited. Like, I don't know that, I don't know that, like, catching A-Rod, I don't know that that's, like, you're not going to, like, glorify that moment, right? Like, wow, like, he, ca- he <laughs> caught a Like, I feel like you almost want to just, you want you want to have, like, a two-homer game to be like, ah, I don't want <laughs> I don't want all the graphics with me next to A-Rod. I kind of just want to, like, chase 700. I don't, yeah, well, pe- people are going to. It is what it is. It's a, you know, you, anytime you're passing people of that caliber and reaching passing milestones like that, like, yeah, they're, they're going to get their acknowledgement. It is what it is. I understand what you're saying. Like, uh, can it, can, can we just not even have that be a thing where I <laughs> yeah. just, you know, I, I, I hit the two and then we're like, Hey, yeah. And then, you know, he's now standing alone at mm-hmm. instead of tied with. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. How old are you, Joe? 24. So like does not to not to be ageist against you as oh, a, exactly as a, as a young child right now, Joe. Like, uh, a little bitch, young ass do, bitch. Does Pujols chasing 700 do it for you the way that it does for us? Yeah, I mean I can't put myself in your shoes specifically, but I'm on record saying it's a big deal predicting it since the first week of the season saying that it's going to be electric. Why are you not in the same neighborhood as your microphone? I'm on the say I'm on the record saying <laughs> Jesus Christ this kid does content prevent, for a living. I'm trying to prevent echo. Duh. All right. Should I repeat myself? Uh no, we heard you. It just sounded I like you, you were clearly. fucking 30 yards away from the microphone cuz you were. All right, so what's the problem? It just sounds better when you talk. Jake's the on the levels. He can turn me up. Yeah. 
Jake's on the ones and twos, dude. <laughs> Jake's on the levels. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So like, the, like you, you didn't see vintage pool. Like this is really your first time seeing vintage pools <laughs> in his age forty two season. Allegedly. I wouldn't say that. I would say. I mean, I remember pool holes on the on the uh, Cardinals. I mean, when I first started have being able to like understand baseball, I think pool holes was probably like the best player, arguably, like two thousand five, six, seven. You know, yeah. that's like prime pool holes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, one of those I mean, players where it's like, I mean, I don't remember baseball without upper pool holes. So him being this old where it's like, he's one of the only players left where I can say like, there's no league without him. Like he's that fucking old, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, for sure. He's always been playing big league baseball. Since you can remember big league baseball, he's always been playing it. Yeah. Yeah. His I first mean, year, I, 2001, I was three. Yeah. <laughs> and he's here's a, here's a different way to look at it, too. He's been an MVP caliber player since you can remember play, like people playing baseball. Since you can remember Albert Pujols being in the big leagues, Albert Pujols has been in an MVP conversation. He's been winning the MVP. And then there was like a 10-year hiatus of MVP caliber And then he played for the Angels, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they're like, hold on, wait a minute. This is just a bad dream. We don't know why Albert, like, you know, like whatever missing flights, you know, like Albert was on one of those missing flights for like mm-hmm. 10 years and then yeah. like came back on the radar. And they're like, holy shit, he's back. He was wearing an Angels uniform. It was the weirdest thing, though. So we've just put him back in a Cardinals uniform. And then obviously everything fell back into place he just started dropping dick all over again yeah it's just fun to see it's fine like it it hits me in a way that i didn't know that i needed to be touched like well, you're watching it's you're, almost you're, you're like, like a 42 year old man fucking fly around the bases with a huge smile on his face and yeah he's albert fucking pools but like and the way that the way that i long to see manny ramirez again like <laughs> Manny Ramirez in his prime, like I don't, for me personally, it's not like a, where does he rank all time? It's like, for me personally, watching Manny Ramirez hit when he was in his prime, there was nothing more satisfying than that. And like, I had to accept a long time ago, I'm never going to see that again. I'm never going to get to buy a ticket, watch, like turn my TV on and see that again. It's just, if you want to see it, you can go on YouTube, but I can't buy a ticket and go to the ballpark. You can you still do that with Albert Pujols right now. You want to know who Albert is for you, Jared, in that regard? Who? You, uh, Albert's an arranged marriage for you. Like, you were married before. Um, well, no, I, I love Pujols. Like, I have, didn't work out. No, I, I, I've been an Albert fan forever. Like, I have a... Like, when I was collecting jerseys, like, I have a 2006 Albert Pujols uh, World Series Cardinals jersey. Uh, when yeah, he went to the Angels, it's not your first choice. It's not your first choice. Manny's your first choice. You just said that. Manny's yeah, Manny's first my choice. first choice, but I'm not right. forced into Albert by any means. Like I'm a fucking pretty well, big it, Albert Pujols guy. It's been arranged for you, is what I'm saying. You know, it was, it was here. Now, now it's here. Here, you can have Albert. Like he's not doing it all for you, like Manny was. If I could, it's no, no, he is. He is. No, I, I think. Uh, oh, if, okay, so he's now satiating it. That's a different. There, there's a difference there. Yeah, if I could pick one guy, I would pick Manny for sure. But like Albert turning back the clock is probably the next best thing. Like if it like say this didn't happen, 
If you say, had to say, have somebody give you a a massage with buttermilk and lotion, who's mm-hmm. it going to be? Is it going to be Manny or is it going to be Albert? I just said Manny. I, I, if you were if if Albert retired two years ago, mm-hmm. and we were having this conversation, the question is: you can turn back the clock and watch someone from your entire life, any baseball player that you've witnessed in your entire life. We're going to bring them back for one more season and they're going to be like in their prime. Who would it be? I would say Manny. And then you would be like, well, he got suspended twice for PEDs. So like he's banned. Like you can't pick Manny. Who would it be? Be like Albert Pools would be my second pick for sure. Well, you could pick whoever the fuck you want to pick. I I mean, like their their PED status doesn't whatever. I'm just saying if you if I couldn't pick Manny, I would pick Albert. Okay, so it'd be arranged. That's fine. You're a dick. Uh, I think uh, it's interesting to see how different age groups are reacting to the to the pools chase of 700 because he's one of those guys, and we we talk about Shohei in this way where, um, like Angels fans can't gatekeep Shohei. Like if 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 baseball fans from any team in the league want to talk about Shohei and glorify him, they're allowed to do that. Angel fan can't be like, fuck you, like he's ours. Like you just can't do that with a guy that reaches that level. Uh, Pujols is also one of those guys where you're seeing a league-wide celebration of Albert Pujols regardless of what team you root for. Even Cubs fans. I mean, like there's the Cubs-Cardinals rivalry that goes back forever. Even Cubs fans are like on their feet cheering for Albert Pujols as he he clobbers home runs against them. Multiple, like in the last couple weeks, like he's had like two game-winning home runs against the Cubs. Well, I want to know is the mindset, yo, I want to fucking challenge this dude and he's going to be fed heaters because I want to blow Albert away during this chase. Is he going to, you know, like there's a lot of, cause, because there is, there's, there's guys who who feel like, you know what? I want to, I want to give this dude the shot to do it. And there's nothing that says I can't just try to challenge him with my best fastball. And maybe, maybe if he gets that kind of treatment league, why that plays into him being able to get to that five more benchmark. Just need five more. So I wonder, because I would, I want to get the dude out. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I want to see it happen. At the same time, I don't, I'm all good with not being a part of that history book. You know, I, 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 I don't. What? You wouldn't want to be one of the guys that gives up a home run to Albert Pujols down the stretch here? No. I would love that. No, I would like, love that. No, I just because you. No, that's I like the most. Like any any time you give up a homer in the big leagues, that's never gonna feel good. You're gonna you're gonna wear that. You're gonna feel like shit about it. But yeah, I don't want to. You up can go homers. back into the clubhouse and look at your teammates and be like, that was kind of cool. <laughs> like you could well, do that. No one is well, gonna be you, like, dude, you, thanks for blowing the fucking game. They're gonna be like, dude, how cool is it to give up a homer? Well, see, that's the there? thing is like it. It's all gonna be contextual. You like you know what happened? Did the homer matter? Blah 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 blah. But like straight up, regardless of anything, the next day and even really later, depending on how you, you know, how you process and and who your close teammates are and shit like that, like guys are just, you know, laughing at you and you're laughing at yourself after the fuck. You just give up an absolute fucking tank. But if it's like like guys today, guys still today give me shit about a very specific home run that I gave up because it was just absolutely fucking crushed. And it's funny. It's it's funny. So 
So I just don't want to. I don't. Yeah. What the like? I mean, here's an extra layer to, to the argument here. Albert Pujols. This was yesterday. This was less than 24 hours ago. At the time of this recording, Albert Pujols hit 695 less than 24 hours ago. It, the video has 1.1 million views, mm-hmm. and I don't know who gave it up. I, I couldn't tell you his name. It's been viewed over a million times. All I know is that Pujols hit it. The call was awesome. The crowd went wild, and it was 695. So I have no fucking. Your, I know it was a lefty because I mean. Uh, so, so to your point, if people are going to be like, "Yeah, bro," people are going to you know they're always going to know like you gave that homer up. Blah, blah, like there you go. I don't know that you're. I don't know that everybody feels the same way you do and, yeah. and doesn't know who. I would guess my thought would be if it was like Madison large, Bumgarner, then yeah, I would know that a large portion of those people who viewed that clip also don't know right who i'd be willing to bet that more people don't know than do know yeah and so if your response is oh well man come on the name recognition you're gonna be like okay (coughs) and now how many people that quote unquote read the history books for a living that thumb through shit like that you know i mean look we all get on baseball reference and savant and and just go down a wormhole right like that's normal is it normal maybe it's not normal i think it's normal um so like uh, I, I i don't know i don't know it's just it's it's not the recognition isn't gonna i don't want i don't want to give up a fucking homer man yeah I'm sorry that's I don't you. Give it sounds a like a you thing sounds like a you thing dallas classic you thing you uh, i want to st- i want to stick to the bump though because zach gallon is uh knocking on the door of oral hersheiser here mm. what is no, it 41 and a third he didn't give up a run yesterday what is that's what Zach Gallon's at right now? Forty one and a third. Yeah, yeah. Orals is fifty six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did not give up a run yesterday. Seven innings, two hits, zero earned runs, seven strikeouts. Hmm. Yeah, so this is going on uh, six right? starts, six starts in which the mighty D backs are five and one. 41 and a third scoreless, only 16 hits, zero earned runs, eight walks, 46 strikeouts, uh, a zero ERA, a 147 FIP, opponents hitting 122 with a 310 OPS. Uh, I am going to venture to guess that some team is going to put together some sort of nice package. Yes. I think uh, Zach Gallen right now is auditioning for. Uh, some contender or some hopeful contender. It doesn't necessarily have to be a reigning contender, but someone that is hoping to contend in 2023. Uh, I think that Zach Allen is auditioning for that team right now, and I think he's uh, objectively doing a really good job. Well, well don't the fucking Diamondbacks want to be good eventually? Yeah, they're eventually. They this, is a guy, this is a guy you keep. This is a guy you hang on to. If, you, if you're going to be good, if you're thinking about like fucking around and winning baseball games someday, Mm-hmm. This is a dude who could help you do that. This is a dude you like. That's what I I I you understand. The D backs are going to be good in the next few years. I they mean, they're be. they're five games under five hundred. Like they I, they've I, I mean they've gone on a little saying. bit of a run recently. They're eight eight and two in their last ten, and but they're Jared, five games under five hundred. That's fine. Eight and two in their last ten. If those are numbers you like, think about how many turns Zach Gallon has made through that. Right, eight and two. He's made two starts through that period of time. Mm-hmm. So he's a part of that, small part of that, but a part of that. And I could get into the details on how he raises the tide for everybody else, all the other boats in that rotation. He kind of forces them to 
just collectively compete and get their shit together, which you, you love having guys like that. And if you're going to create a competitive and winning culture, you got to have dudes like this. You have to. And at some point in time, you have to acknowledge that. And at some point in time, you have to commit to that. Zach Gallen right now is showing you flashes of absolute greatness, just pure and utter dominance. So knowing, because where's he at? This is, he's still pre-arb, right? Pre-arb? He's going into his first year of arb. Next year. So yeah, so you got got a few years few years he's a free agent he's a free agent after 25 so 20 Mm -hmm. so that he must this must be his second year barb he's a free agent after 25 yes okay yeah so maybe maybe he is going into his first year of barb yeah 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 yeah. first year of barb is this winter yep so then yeah there you go so so you know really when you start when you when you start thinking about the potential packages now you start thinking about controllability and the value there mm-hmm. in this day and age. You get them for because, three years. Right. So the closer you get, you almost start to feel like teams are looking at almost two. I, I don't want to say a year and a half, two years, but I, it feels like they're looking at that two year window now. Like, uh, you know what, depending on how good your team is and depending on what the economics surrounding your team are, we feel like we're just going to sit here and wait you out. And we feel like there's going to be some other teams that are going to sit here and wait you out as well. It's like that that video of the wild pack of dogs on land and the little fucking deer, that poor little gazelle is on this little strip of mud, this beach stuck between this fucking wild savage pack of alligators here in the water. Like that deer's going fucking nowhere. And it's just a matter of time before one of these groups of animals eats. And that's what opposing GMs turn into is just wild packs of dogs, just wild crocodiles ready to mangle a motherfucker and go into a death roll and take your entire farm system, like take your entire silo full of grain. They're, they're waiting. So that's why I feel like you got to get around. You don't think that's going to happen though. Like Like, think about some, think, think about some of the biggest names that have moved in recent years. I think we can probably point to, Soto is the only trade where it's like, damn, like they got a fucking haul for that guy. Like there's a lot of teams that did not like look at the Nolan Arenado trade, Paul Goldschmidt, Mookie Betts, like a lot of these big name guys that have gotten moved. It's not like they had to give up the farm to get those guys. And those guys are literally uh, all of them are in the top conversation for MVP this year. But Jared, those guys that they gave up and when you're talking about the Dodgers, they're dealing from from angles of depth. And the players that they're giving away are quality enough when compared to the resources that are already in place in the organizations they're going to. So those players now represent the boats or quote unquote, the tide that are raising the boats in their new organization. So the Dodgers don't have to deal from their places of strength. They're dealing from a place of depth. And that's what allows them just to continue to churn out talent. We can get into how they cultivate talent, and that's all no, part fuck of it. That. But that's, I mean, that, that that is what it is. Yeah. Um. So so. Yeah, <sighs> their magic number is single digits right now. Correct. Is it? Is it nine? Is it? Is it eight or nine? Uh, their magic number. I know it's single digit. It's got to be nine. There's no way it's five. <laughs> 
Their magic number is. It's just, it's obscene. It's obscene. This right says now. 10. 10? Yeah. But Either that's way, that's for the division. Maybe maybe it's single digits for a playoff spot. I don't know. What did what did I? What did I see? I saw a tweet the other day. They're they're going to be the third team since World War II to finish with a plus three hundred run differential, and they're at two ninety something. I think two ninety four. It's yeah. it's that's September fifth. Or September, what day is it? Yeah, September fifth. Yeah, three teams finished with a run differential of plus three hundred. <laughs> they got a month two, to go. They they, they got, got a like month to go. Twenty eight games left. Oh, it's it's just silly. So what do they it do now? Do they just silly. chill? <laughs> what is that vibe like? <laughs> what do you do now? Just chill. I, I mean, was watching the game yesterday. It looked kind of boring. They were like, dude. Joey, we were talking about me. Oh man, I'm so glad you said that because we were talking about this the other day, like in 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 the broadcast booth. Like, are are the Dodgers a, so boring? Like, because you it's what is it? It's like six nothing or eight two in the fucking fourth, and you're like, oh well, uh, we know we know what this. I don't want to watch the rest of this. Like we know what's going to happen. Will Smith's going to come up and smoke a fucking double. Justin Turner's going to come up and smoke a double, and, and it's they're just going to keep this shit going. Mookie Betts going to hit a homer. He might fuck around and hit two. Like you just everybody is just everybody fires. Everybody fires. I mean Mookie Mookie's leading the majors in homers since I think it was the the trade deadline August second. Uh, since the trade deadline, Mookie Betts leads the majors in homers, and he's already he's got he's got a month to go, and he's already set a career high in home runs. He's hit thirty three. Man, seems like the type of guy that you want to keep around, Krabbers. Seems like the type of guy you want to build a team around, give a lot of money to, so you can you know franchise player type guy, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, I feel like you know this is the type of guy that goes into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. You know, give that guy whatever he wants. Blake check to Roberts. You kidding me? He's in his primary now. And it's not just a bad dude he does it with Karabas. He's a good, good base runner. He's got a great arm. One of the best defensive fielders in baseball, Karabas. You kidding me? <laughs> this is a guy that you keep around. You give him the bag, brother. That's <laughs> true. My, my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> you see me in the shower. <laughs> You hear me in your fucking dreams. Ah, hey, man. You know, it, it, he, and, and Jared, he's just happy to be plugging along as a fucking world champ. You know, two, I mean, two time. Two time. Two time. World champ. Two time. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Because mm-hmm. MVP the with the Red Sox. He let the kids not quite eat been Boston. an MVP caliber player since then. He let <clears> the kids <throat> eat Boston. No, he's just on track to, well, I'm mean, <clears throat> currently tied for a career high in homers and continue to. Produce at a ridiculously, ridiculously. No, a new career high. He's already passed it. That's what. Oh, new career high. Excuse mm-hmm. me, I misspoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yep. yep, yep, yep. The Paul Goldschmidt. Are... No one's talking. Why does no one care about the Whoa. triple crown anymore? Whoa. Like I haven't heard anyone besides. I think I tweeted it after he home. He had an opposite field home run the other day, and I was like, wait a second. Paul Goldschmidt is like, he. I think he passed. 
Pete Alonso with the two-run shot for RBI. And he's, he's got the major league lead in batting average. And then he was two homers shy of Kyle Schwarber. So he's got batting average, RBI, and two shy of the Schwarber. homers. Yeah, but yeah. they don't care about batting average or RBIs anymore. So yeah, but like the triple crown still means something. Like well, if you won a batting yes. title, it's like, yeah, he won the batting title. No one can, if you just lead the league in RBI, no one gives a All fuck. Right. Like I couldn't Let's tell you who led the league in RBI. Well. Let's play a little game. What would you replace? And I mean, this is not knocking the triple crown, but what would you replace the three statistics, the three statistical category? What would you replace them with? Give me the next best three that you think would define or give you like, wow. Like that's godlike shit. Probably like there's is, just like a slash line. Like if you if you led in like batting average on base percentage and slugging percentage, that's like a better triple crown. Then the homer, the RBI. Yeah, because I mean, like if because yeah. because because I mean the OPS, but but I mean the OPS is really just a. I don't want to say really just a, it quite literally is a combination of the power and the the on base so it's you know the eye and and the power that's where the average kind of comes into play because if you're getting to the balls and you're putting them in play and they're falling for hits at this high of an average rate then there's something to be said for that as well as the power and then when you're talking about the power like nobody's hitting more balls out of the park than this guy so that's really valuable you know, um, it, 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 yeah, like, I don't know. It just becomes an interesting conversation because I think you can still find the same value in the different set of statistics, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know I what mean, I mean? Like, the, What do you got, Joe? I just, I, w- I wouldn't say people don't care about the Triple Crown. I think in Paul Goldschmidt's case, I mean, if, I think if Aaron Judge was going to hit the triple crown would be a way bigger deal. Oh god. Obviously. Me? But also with him with Albert on the same team. But you think that might think about combine no, think and about, rocket the fucking but it's story. Goldie's Goldie's getting overshadowed not only because Arenado has been doing what he's doing and you know we've talked about him potentially stealing votes away from Goldie, but now you've got Albert and this storyline unfolding. So Paul Goldschmidt has always been a dude who is more than okay, more than happy with flying under the radar. He doesn't need the camera in his face. He doesn't need the triple crown talk. And honestly, I almost kind of like it that way. Because if my MVP fucks around and wins the triple crown, (laughs) buddy, come on. Yeah, I think it's almost better when... I mean, because what was the year that uh, Miguel Cabrera won the Triple Crown? He won the MVP, even though Mike Trout had the better season. 16? 12? What? 13. No. I think it was 12. 12? Yeah. I think it was 2016. Are you sure? Yeah. Who won the MVP in 16? The MVP in 16? Uh, I don't remember. That was the year that Rick Porcel won the Cy Young, though. Um. I think uh, it's cooler when, because no one's talking about the triple crown, but everyone is talking about Paul Goldschmidt winning the MVP. He's not going to win the MVP because of the triple crown. It's not like, oh, he won the triple crown. How could you give it to anyone else? He's going to win the MVP because he's the MVP. 
And you know what would be crazy? What? Is if he wins the MVP because he wins the MVP and then he wins the triple crown. It feels like that's a really good argument for those statistics being valuable. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. That's that's I, not I'm a I'm definitely I'm definitely I'm one of those guys. Because you guys know that I'm a I'm an advanced analytic guy. So when I talk about the old school thought process though, and people want to shit on people who still gravitate towards those numbers because in their own weird baseball brain, they've created a sense of value for them and maybe they've adjusted for inflation slash meaning the advanced metric era. Maybe they haven't adjusted, but either way, they're they're sticking with those numbers and they like them. Well, they would all be able to look at you and go, so what the fuck's wrong with me sticking to these numbers now? Because the dude who won the best performing player in the league this year? I don't know why RBI numbers. is looked at as like some ancient statistic <clears throat> statistic that doesn't mean anything. Like, because it's about luck, not luck necessarily, but it, it is about you coming up. It's about chance you coming up in a position with guys on base. Like you had nothing to do with that. And it's like, well, I don't care, I though. Gotta, I, I, I want to know with them in that spot. Don't die. And don't I get rewarded for that? Like we call that the clutch gene. And I'm sorry. You're yeah, I want to know that doesn't. Right. So do I. But the calculator I want to know if you, like anyone It's like, is it harder to get a hit with runners on than it is with runners the base is empty. Yeah. Like it, <clears throat> if you have runners on base, you're this is, mentally, this is, you're like, I need to come through here because this is how we score runs. If the bases are empty, if we want to score a run here, I got to hit a homer. But if there's well, guys on, it's like, I, I just need to get a hit here. And you, you know, you're, you're looking at, you know, how are they positioning me defensively? Is the infield shifted over? Is there a hole over here? How's the outfield look right now? Are they shaded off the line? Cool. Maybe I can do something over here, but yeah, I like the, this idea and, and again, I'm with you, Dallas. Like, I, I'm more along the lines of analytical. Like, I like to look at the full spectrum of every statistic that I have available to me. I like to look at the whole picture. There's not one statistic that I'm looking at. It's like, that's the guy because he leads in this statistic. I need to see the whole picture. But this idea that RBI is irrelevant, I just don't understand that. Like, if, you, if you're driving in 140 fucking runs, I want to know that. I want to know that compared to a dude that's like, yeah, I hit 330 this year, but I drove in like 78 runs. Okay, cool. Yeah. And and much and much like we talk about how the starting rotation and matching up aces kind of is a wash after the first turn through because some teams get days off, maybe a guy needs to get pushed back. And so, you know, rarely do aces line up every fifth day across an entire season. That just that just doesn't happen. So, guys in a lineup, the reason conceptually you have, or in the past, have had contact guys and then maybe more more pop guys as you get through the meat and potatoes, you know, the three, four, five section of the lineup, maybe six, and then seven, eight, nine, you probably taper off because they're not they're not really that contact guy and they're not really that power guy. So we slot those guys down here. That's how lineups were constructed back in the day. So those guys in the middle, three, four, five, RBI guys. It's because the idea was those guys, the leadoff guy was getting on base and then he was getting moved over to second base. They were sacrificing an out for that guy to get over to second base. And there wasn't the heavy analytical shifting that occurs on every player the way it does today. Shifting did occur, which is I, I hope people understand that. So th- things were different now. Now lineups, lineups look different. 
So the guys that are still being able to capitalize on those run scoring opportunities, those dudes are really fucking important. So that statistic, that really matters. Really, really matters. And you need to capitalize on this deal that they got going on at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. To get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's promo code Jared, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, before we move on to the next topic, uh, Joey, you put out a new video on Baseball Doesn't Exist, your YouTube channel, um, basically talking about steroids in baseball. And I watched it. It was another banger. Uh, it mostly focused on Fernando Tatis and you making the case that his excuse could be plausible. Very, very plausible. People wrote him off really quickly. I don't know where I fall on that. I would say, honestly, I would give it like a 50-50 chance that Tatis literally just accidentally took the shit. It didn't check. Mm. The facts presented kind of make me lean that well, same way as you where that that though is an impossible for me that's an impossible conclusion to arrive to using mm. those words that you just used joe because knowing what you know about how you have to operate you are no longer afforded that luxury to think that way so it's not an accident and that would have been the response is I just forgot. My bad. I just forgot. I took it. I just forgot. You're right. It's in there. And I just forgot. That's why that doesn't sit with me at all. Cause I was in that same spot. I was told how I had to go about this. I was told what the process was. And I was told that if I fucked that up or didn't follow it, I could be susceptible to exactly what he became susceptible to. So knowing that and having that put in front of me, that meant I was no longer afforded the benefit of the doubt of having not done my due diligence and just whoops, my bad. They, they took that whoops, my bad card. They took that away. They, they gone. Yeah, so well, well, if that happened, then he then then I feel like we would have gotten that that hand up 
respond. That's what, like, he, that's what he said a hundred times. They fucked what up. Mean, that's, I, that they well, fu- well, fucked no. up. I should ask. My bad. After the should have no should have asked. Well, yeah, that that's that's it. What, that's what it. I, well, yeah. Well, I mean, saying that's he's still suspended, and there's no way he can get it appealed because that's worked into the suspension. That what I think. What is the terminology they use? You have to prove that you weren't careless. It's a different word, but it's like obviously you should have called. So you're suspended no matter what. But what I would say with Tatis and Jared made this point is that you can tell that the guy doesn't like the team doctors. He doesn't fuck with the team doctors, doesn't trust them, didn't want to get surgery, didn't tell him he got in a motorcycle accident, which leads me to believe if anyone's going to just like not hit him up and ask, it would have been him. Is he an idiot for it? Yes. But also the thing is, it's like if you look into like what he took, it's just as idiotic to take that than to accidentally take the cream. Either way, whatever the truth is, it was really stupid. But you say, oh, he can't be that stupid to do that. Well, you can't really be that stupid to take Costa Ball or whatever the fuck he took. It's equally as stupid to take that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Given that but he I was mean, th- injured look, and shit. And, and there's some, there are some people that might think, you know what? Who's to say that he's not taking this thinking, hey, if this is a byproduct of what I'm taking, and this is in there, and I've got a viable excuse for why I would be taking it. Who's to say that I can't just kind of play play ignorant to that fact? And I mean, if if this if this has anabolic properties, hey, I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm trying to do a full fucking cycle of test 500 or like Deca and and you know, no, that's not what I'm saying. He's but hey, if this has a little residue here, little that's I mean, those are. Those are what people, those are little things that people think about when you start to start to balk at the idea that you were guilty of taking something. And then you try to explain like, that's just, that's the fucked up part about the public opinion is you get crucified first. And then, then you have to do your due diligence to defend yourself and prove your innocence. Like you're never given the benefit of the doubt these days of potentially being innocent. But I think we're kind of talking about the difference between being ignorant and being innocent. And again, ignorant means uneducated on a certain subject, on a certain topic. I was ignorant to X, Y, and Z. I didn't know that, right? That's what that means. But he he knew that he had to do these things. So, I mean, and, and the whole team doctor thing, <clears throat> totally get it. Totally understand. Like we've all seen any given Sunday. We've all seen fucking Friday night lights. Like you can, you can understand why some people might feel like the team doesn't always have the best interest of the player's career in mind and why it might be the player's value to the organization that they have in mind. And like, yeah, how do we balance that right there? What's more important? So totally understand, totally understand where he, where he'd be coming from there. But, um, yeah, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. We've 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 beaten this one into the ground. But uh, the Minnesota Twins did catch the Cleveland Guardians over the weekend. They're tied for first place, and uh, the Minnesota Twins are actually playing a day game right now. So I just wanted to uh, give an update on the game right now. This this just happened. That's not a double play. That is a two run home run, and the game is tied at two. Wow. 
into the left field bleachers halfway up. Damn. Uh, 475 feet for Gary Sanchez. Who did he hit it off uh, of? Oh, uh, <laughs> Jameson Tyon. He used to oh. pitch for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Gary Sanchez, this is his first year with the Twins. But that ball was objectively destroyed. They're calling it 474 <laughs> feet. Well, it was a no play. Well, not that's a crushed. Play. El Gary, as they say. That's not um, a double play. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not a double play um, at all. They were hoping for one there. It was a 1-0 did pitch. It. Did um, not get it. That's not a double play. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not, Michael. And I can feel your pain. <laughs> now, um, Gary Sanchez, great voice. hair too. By the way, I've always said that about him. He's a yeah. You have. You've always very been good. Very hitter. objective about Gary. Yep. Very good hitter. Um, twins are lucky to have him. Looks like another tough outing for Jameson Tyon, which is. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> it does. That sucks. I don't know why you just turned on Tyon. He unfollowed me. Don't be a bitch. Don't be, Don't be the a Yankees bitch. toast or the Yankees toast. No, dude, they're winning it all. <clears throat> they're probably gonna. Hey, they're gonna win at least 117 this year. What's their What's their record since since the All Star break? I'd love to look that up for you, Dallas. <laughs> what's their record? I'll look it up. Let me pull I guess, up like, I what I want to know is where. Yeah, where where do they sit? Like. What about since yeah. the trade deadline? I feel like it's worse since the trade deadline, <laughs> which was what, August 2nd. Yeah. Entering play today. Since the trade deadline, the New York Yankees have a record of 10 and 20. The only teams mm-hmm. with a worse record in Major League Baseball are the Pirates and the Marlins. And that's not a shot at the Pirates, by the way. We love the Pirates here. Just you could have just used one, you know, one team, maybe a couple of teams, including the same record Marlins. as the Detroit Tigers. Who, by the way, I saw no, not to shit on the Tigers, but I did find this statistic interesting. Uh, they are on pace to become the first team since I believe the 2014 or 2015 Royals to hit under 100 home runs in a single season. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's not tough. good. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, a lot of ricochet shots are, are being thrown out there yeah, to these teams. For no reason. For absolutely <laughs> no reason. For <laughs> no favorite, reason whatsoever. I'm, I got another ricochet shot for the fucking you Tigers. Got, this is my favorite. You guys are fucking unbelievable. My right favorite now. stat is that if you go to like the Team Wars, you rank them by Team Wars, the, mm-hmm. the Tigers are in last and they have 0.9 war as a team. So that means if they just dropped all their players and just picked up free agents who aren't on a team, they got Keiko. Or something, they would be one win worse. Be the same team. Tim, did you just mention Dallas Keuchel? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he's been designated for assignment again. Again, uh, that makes it three times. Three time designated for assignment champion Dallas Keuchel. Uh, he has been on the White Sox, the Diamondbacks, and the Rangers. Um, and not to, you know, this is not to like rub it in or anything, but his final start with two of those three teams came against the Boston Red Sox. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
You guys, I believe it was seven earned runs ended his White Sox tenure, and then six earned runs ended his uh, Rangers tenure. But listen, I, I saw some people having some pretty shitty takes out there saying if if Dallas Keuchel gets a minor league offer somewhere that he should just turn it down because he's taking a spot away from someone else that could be more deserving. As long as they're handing out jerseys, I got nothing but respect for the guys that take those opportunities. Once the phone stops ringing, that's when it's over. If someone's calling you saying like, hey, we think we can fix you or hey, we want to give you a look. There should be no shame, no guilt in accepting that opportunity. He's earned that. Former Sion. Absolutely. That's a job. Is what that's a that job. Is. That's a yeah. job. That's if you're given a jersey, you're going to take you, it. Yeah. That they want to pay you money to go do what you do. I mean, it's yeah. pretty obvious Sweet. what's going to happen here. What's going to happen? He's going to end up with the Pirates? No. Nope. It's going to be the Dodgers. They need pitchers. And he's going <laughs> to be a fucking beast, dude. He's going to just. He's going to be a Dodger. He's going to be a, he's gonna be a two-inning <laughs> early relief guy. And they're just going to have a bullpen day figured out for the playoffs, too. They're going to be like, this is how you bullpen. In the postseason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, That's God. yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> do you think do you That's, like I, I thought for sure that he'd just he'd pack it in for the year and then wait for the phone to ring in the offseason and come back in spring training refreshed and whatever. But you think he's going to end up on a fourth team this year? Oh, uh, no, maybe not. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Oh God, who who could? Where could he go? I mean, the Dodgers. That makes perfect sense. I know that you're joking, but it does make sense. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason that they look. They're obviously a team that would just take a flyer, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, so they, I guess- they're up 90 games. Like <clears throat> they could pitch Dallas Keuchel every game for the rest of the season, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they could. I mean. You, and you know what? Like, you honestly, we, just need, yeah, plug- we just need a guy to go out there and like, we don't care if you throw 300 pitches, as long as you get 27 outs, uh, it doesn't matter. Like we'll, if we'll we could lose it. out and still win the division <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> and think, clinch I think, first place. Yeah. Given the opportunity to do so, uh, there's no reason why he wouldn't take it. I don't think. Sure. <clears throat> and he'd get a ring out of it. Sure. Imagine that. That'd be nice. Just having the worst. Worst seasons ever for a pitcher. World Series champ. Two-time. Two-time. You know what would be really fucked up is if the Yankees signed him, made him shave his beard, and then designated him <laughs> for assignment again. That would be tough. Yeah. yeah that, that'd be like, yeah, that'd be the Madden Mohawk all over again. Yeah. If you're Dallas Keuchel and the only team that calls you is the Yankees, do you take that deal knowing that you have to shave your beard knowing that you're probably going to get designated for assignment anyway, and you're not making the playoff roster, like no chance. Do you do it just for the job? No. No. Yeah, we're all good here. Thanks. You don't think Thanks. guy Keiko can grow a beard in like three days? I think probably could. <clears throat> I mean, that beard probably takes objectively like a year to grow. Not for him. Not for him, though. Yeah, he'd be Not fun. for him. I saw him anyway. Uh, up close and personal. We Here's just breezed by it. I, I, I do want to hit on the Yankees for a second here. Losing Andrew Benintendi is not good. But Benintendi said that there's a chance he believes that he'll still be back at some point uh, before the end of the season. So it's not a season. As we know, it's not, a, it's not definitively a season-ending injury. But I wouldn't take that off the table. Um, 
guy gets surgery with four weeks to go. I mean, that's not super promising, but um, that's a big blow. The Yankees lose the first two against Tampa. Uh, I want to say they didn't have a hit in the entire series with runners in scoring position. Like all the runs were just Aaron Judge home runs. (laughs) That was it. You know, really, really, that's... It's just Aaron Judge solo homers. That was it. That's interesting. That's interesting. Jared, who has the most home runs since the All-Star break? Probably Aaron Judge. All right. So let me get this straight then. We're not doing if, we're not doing MVP talk. I'm gonna put a nope. shot collar on you. We're we're nope. not doing MVP I'm, talk. That's fine. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Okay. If Aaron Judge has the most home runs since the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees are one of the worst teams since that time or mm-hmm. during that time. Then one would one might be able to argue that those homers are meaningless. And no. The production <laughs> No? You're not going to bait me into having this conversation. Uh, I'll oh, say no, one I'm just, thing, uh, and, I'm just and then we're going to move on. There and that's it. And that's it. That's okay. all I want. I'll throw this out there. I'll throw this out there, and then we'll move on. Yeah, and I'll, um, I'll and I'll just give me a second or two to respond, and, and then we can. No, absolutely no, no, move no, no, no. You've made your case. Sure. No, there's no case. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's all I was doing was just. Aaron Judge there. is on a team where he's the only person doing anything. Right. And well, the Yankees are in first place. Otani's on a team where he's the only person doing anything, and the Angels are not doing going anywhere close to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. No, that yeah, that's, that's no, 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 that's it. That's it. No, 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 that's it. That's it. There's a difference uh, between with the, the Yankees, Angels though. Players and the Yankees, players, they right? lose the first two. Like the pitcher, they have a two nothing lead in the ninth inning in the third game. Show the series finale, and it is two out. Clay Holmes is on the mound. He's trying to figure out what went wrong in the second half. He's been garbage basically since June, and. They've got runners at second and third. Two outs. Full count to Yandy Diaz. Ball four. Low. Ball down. Home plate umpire rings him up. Saves the Yankees from getting swept and having their lead drop to just three games. That's a big swing game. Going from uh, three games to five. That's a big swing game for, uh, for the New York Yankees who uh, got bailed out by the home plate umpire in the finale. Um, and uh, we just saw El Gary. El Gary just had a two-run <coughs> homer to tie it. So they're not out of the woods just yet. They're playing a, they're playing a very hungry Minnesota Twins team that uh, I'm just going to keep blowing Duran for the rest of the, the year. The <laughs> splinker defies logic. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. So you get a lead late and you're the Twins. I like your chances. Also, that did you? See, there was like a couple of dust-ups there. There was a dust-up with the Rays. And the Yankees, they threw a Donaldson. I saw some jamokes were being like, they didn't throw a Donaldson. Why would they do that? <laughs> what a dumb question that is. Uh, and then in the, the White Sox twins game, they got into it too. And that game ended with a walk-off walk. Or no, no, no. It, it was supposed to be a walk-off hit by pitch with Jose Abreu. Wasn't a- actually, he didn't actually get hit. And then Abreu ended up with a base hit back up the middle. Um, but that was an interesting series. White Sox twins. Um, I just want to throw this out there for you to chew on too. 
I know these numbers are skewed a bit because I don't know how much they're factoring in, and this is Inside Edge, are factoring in uh, the splinker Mm -hmm. into the split finger category and how much they're factoring it into the fastball category because I got to imagine there's probably going to be some pitches that look similar there. Um, but just for context, the league's hitting 225 against the fastball for Duran, and they're hitting 271 against the split. Pretty good pitch. So do what you will with that information. The splinker is sexy as it is, 101, 100, and whatever the fuck. Wherever that's getting fed into, whether it's fastballs, splitties, just those are the numbers. So. If you're ever wondering, well, how nasty that pitch is, well, that's a that's a little starting point. A little splink piece, yeah, a little splink. So, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyways, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that Minnesota Twins game as they continue uh, to battle that out. But uh, I want to talk about America's team. But before we do that, I got to talk about America's beer. It's Blue Moon. Blue Moon baseball. Movie. And beer go hand in hand. And Blue Moon is the perfect stadium companion with its bold flavor, bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual, and authentic ballpark roots. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark, first created at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. From the first pitch to extra innings, a Blue Moon guarantees a -a one-of-a-kind beer experience every time. Had some Blue Moons at Fenway yesterday. Went with my uh, my pal Pete Blackburn. Watched the Red Sox complete a four-game sweep of the Texas Rangers, and we were just sucking down some blue moons up there in the State Street Pavilion. What an experience. What a day. Beautiful weather. It's perfect. It's rainy today, though. It's actually almost perfect blue moon weather to just sit inside and have some blue moons. Red Sox have a 4 o'clock game today, so maybe I'll drink some blue moons while I watch that 4 o'clock game. I hate 4 o'clock games. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian White is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one-of-a-kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful hazy color. A beer this good only comes around once in a Blue Moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Break out of your same old beer slump. Blue Moon Belgian White is one-of-a-kind every time. Blue Moon Belgian White deli- get Blue Moon Belgian White delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden Colorado Ale. Um, Max just texted me back. Do we want to call him? I mean, not unless you want to get into some Shohei MVP talk, but yeah. For no, sure. no, no. We're not. We, we are not doing that. Yeah, I won't do that. We're not doing that. Well, yeah, for sure. We'll not do that. Jake, if, if he starts talking about Shohei MVP, mute his microphone. That's the rule. Call him back, Max. He answered. Hello. Max. Yes, sir. Uh, you're on Baseball is Dead with Dallas Braden. Uh, Jake and Joey oh. are here. Uh, Boy. I- yeah, so we were having a discussion earlier in the show, and it was the topic of Albert Pujols. He hit 695, and we started thinking, what the fuck are you doing right now? I'm going to a quiet spot in my house, my bad. All right. Uh, 
we were having a discussion about Albert Poole 695 and how he's basically turned back the clocks and he's vintage Albert Poole's. And we were wondering if that bothered Angel fans. Uh, you can plug the podcast in a second. Uh, but Angel fans watching Albert Pujols have a higher OPS plus this season with the St. Louis Cardinals than at any point in his 10-year deal with the Los Angeles Angel- Angels of Anaheim, formerly of California. Uh, where does that rank? Right, Because the, the Angel fans, you guys probably have so many different things that you're pissed off about and different things that you're upset about. Right a lot of shit uh, on the plate. Where, where does Albert Pujols doing this rank on the things that irk Angel fans right now? Yeah, right now, like it's not even top ten, really. It does suck <laughs> yeah. that, that it's like happening in the background, like, and it, and it is kind of like you have a girl, you say you have a girlfriend, and like she's like you know comfortable, comfortable weight, whatever, and then you break up, and she turns into a bombshell all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But like while that's going on, it's like your new girlfriend, like she's putting your car on fire, throwing your clothes out the window, and it's like, all right, well, I can't worry about my ex rocket, like I have my current rocket, like not going so hot. So yeah, I wish you would do it in the Angels uniform, but I mean, I can't be mad at it that it's not in a Cardinals uniform. Like if it was with the Dodgers, like that would suck more, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. But, does does nothing no, about Cardinal do, like that's fine. Does does nothing about what you're seeing get you to think that well, you know what, if this was happening in an Angels uniform, maybe shit could be different for us. Maybe like, so I, I got to applaud you guys for being able to look past that because it's not every day that you sign a guaranteed first ballot hall of famer and you get to do that for like a 10 year period, which you guys did and then not really get that payoff and then watch him go back to the team that he probably should have stayed with for the entire 20 plus year career that he's had. And watch him just turn right back into the guy that you thought you were going to get, but never showed up. It feels like you had your entire mouthful of teeth ripped out, placed under your pillow, and you were like, we about to cash the fuck out with this Pujols Tooth Fairy. And then the Pujols Tooth Fairy never came. Yeah, very well put. But the way I could describe it, it's like if I went to an Oakland A's game and sat in the nosebleeds and I was just, you know, nothing good happening up there. So that that you know that's kind of that's actually that's actually Max, you can get laid up there, Max. I don't know. I don't no, know what uh, that's what you're why I would go about. up there, but nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you I go mean, up there because that's no. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm with with being an Angels fan. Like, I mean, I think what we can look forward to is like, let's say we move Rendon somehow. Let's say he goes to the Red Sox, right? <laughs> and he's roommates with Jared. He's probably gonna hit 75 bombs with the Red Sox. Like that's just how I think things go. Like let's say we move next year to the Red Sox, boom, 75 home runs. And it's like, all right, cool. Well, could have done that in Angels uniform, but didn't. So that's tough. Yeah. yeah. How are you guys doing? I'm I'm pretty good. <clears throat> Red Sox are the best team in baseball this month. Um, you know, there are other yeah. things happening in the division that you know they're pretty pretty fun to watch as well. Uh, you know, it's uh, I'm having fun. I'm I'm back to having fun. Tristan Cassis just got called up. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this Albert Pujols home run pursuit. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good things are happening right now. I'm, I'm pretty excited. We're, as an Angel fan, like, what do you have to look forward to when you wake up every day? Well, we're in the heat of an MVP race. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, we're not talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> we actually have a we actually have a, a ban on AL MVP discussion until November. Unfortunately, so. Okay, I'm sorry. Didn't know that. No, it's okay. Um, no, there, it's there's okay. no, but I mean, just real quick, your thoughts if you wanted to. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, well, we just have a guy that does both. Uh, his and pitches. No big deal. I don't know if people do that. I don't really watch a ton of other teams, but I don't know if other teams have a guy that does that. They might. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Yankees just have like a guy who's six seven, but you know, to my knowledge, had no basketball offer, so that's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'll wait until November though. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. We'll yeah, we, we have Mike Trout, best player on the planet. Uh, no big deal. Um. You know, other than that, yeah, things are going well. Phil Nevin, he's a dog. I, I wouldn't want to play. He's a dog. <laughs> um, what, what was your take on Joe Madden's mohawk never getting to see the light of day? Was that sad for you? Oh, that was, I mean, it, it couldn't be, like, more sad. Like, we, I was ready to get a mohawk in lieu of him not coming <laughs> to the ballpark with one. Um, but I, you know, probably have the best hair in Orange County, so I wasn't going to risk myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, we have, you know, great looking fan base, great looking team. We have a new owner on the horizon. I think if you guys, if, if Jared wants to throw out that DraftKings money, I mean, yeah, it could be money. me. Me and Pat Light have Please. been, we've been in, we've been in meetings discussing, uh, potential ownership of the Angels. Yeah, you're not down. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if I purchased the Angels, the first thing I would do is, is clean up the name. Like it's the Anaheim Angels. Like you guys are not in Los Angeles. Yeah. I, I, I thought about that and I, I figured I was like, fuck it. You could call me like Derek if you gave me like 500 grand a year. Like I wouldn't even care. Yeah, fine. We'll <laughs> figure it out. Angels. Yeah. Uh, Max, pimp the podcast. Yeah. Rock in the outfield. Uh, Angels podcast is super, you know, I, I personally love the name because when you go to the stadium, it's what you see. Um, and I'm sure there's like a Red Sox podcast called Green Monster or whatever, but who cares? Uh, exactly. Rock in the outfield podcast, Twitter, Instagram. It, don't you have a, didn't you have a podcast that had something to do with the stadium? Uh, no, there's there's some shitty podcast that's like something to do with the monster, but it fucking sucks. Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, I love I love what you guys are doing. Baseball is dead, so that you know that's sad to see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Dallas obviously love you, and uh, baseball doesn't exist. That actually, like, when I'm really high, I watch that, and I actually think like it's kind of stupid. But it's a great channel, by the way. Thank you. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you guys. All you right, the best. all right, Max, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, later, later, buddy. That's Max. That's Max. Hey, you don't want to hear a crazy? You want to hear a crazy stat? I would love to hear it if you talked into the mic. Uh, new crazy stat that just I came that I found out. Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols has more wins above replacement this morning than he has in his past seven years combined. What? His war is higher this year. This than morning. If you added this up morning. his last this morning. Wait. What? He has more he has more war since we started this podcast than he's had the past seven years combined. So you're just saying his war this morning is zero and yeah. his war the last seven years is negative. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Joy that makes sense. Mathematical word problems over here. <laughs> yeah. Just... Jesus, Joe. That's a good uh, stat, dude. That's a pretty crazy, right? It's a great stat. The Mariners. America's team. <laughs> Our Seattle Mariners, Dallas. They no, belong to not, us. Not my, Our Seattle Mariners have won seven straight games. This team has the best record in the American League dating back to like fucking... Uh, I got to check that date. It was like, yeah, they're like 50. That, 
that and 19 one. or something like 51 19 yeah i mean they they've honestly when you think about the fact that they've closed the gap between the houston astros and themselves to 10 games mm-hmm. that is rather remarkable like that's june, june 21st is the date as is yeah since june 21st the seattle mariners are 47 and 19 that is a 712 winning percentage over the last 66 games uh, only the dodgers have a better record 52 and 16 i mean the dodgers no, no matter what sample you use this season to cut it up the dodgers are going to have the best record in baseball but to be second and to be one of only two teams alongside the dodgers with a winning percentage of 700 or better you're playing good ball so since june 21st 47 and 19 winners of seven straight and now 76 and 58 on the year and the Astros are they're, they're finishing strong too. I mean, the Astros uh, are still playing really good baseball. It's not like they've like coasted by any means. It just goes to show how good the Mariners have played. But if you look at the uh, overall records this year, the Seattle Mariners have a better record than like how we talk about how the the AL East, the AL Beast, dude. Every fucking team in the AL East is nasty, dude. The Seattle Mariners have a better record than the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Orioles, and the Red Sox. They have a better record than the Phillies. They have a better record than the Guardians, the Twins, the White Sox. Like they're just they're a really good fucking team. Like they just are. They've, yeah. Yeah, they are. They've got they've got a lineup that when when well, look, when those dudes are Ty France is going off. Well, he sure is. He's hitting like fucking 400 his last 7 8 games, I think. He's fucking banging and that dude always bangs. Um they just and look, they're getting help on the mound. Straight up, you get help on the mound. You get opportunities to keep the game close and let a big swing of the bat be the difference. That's how you're going to win ball games at the rate that they've been winning ball games. Because you're going to win blowouts. You're going to win close games. It's those close games for me that really matter because those are high intensity, high leverage games. Every at bat starts to matter at a certain point in time because you realize it's been a pitcher's duel. You know, you got Robbie Ray or Logan Gilbert out there fucking slicing and dicing against a guy, whoever it's going to be. Marco Gonzalez flipping burgers up there, pulling <laughs> strings. Then, hey. Aaron Judge you, just hit another home run. Did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. shit. 54. 54. 54. Oh, That's crazy. God. He is fucking raking. Ray. I mean, he even he was like a, he was a uh, triple shy of the cycle on Sunday. He's just the only guy on the fucking team that does anything. It's crazy. I know. Sad. I know. He hits a home run every game. <laughs> every game. It's almost like people don't want to hold that against a guy, right? We're not talking about it. It's like, man, could you imagine a guy doing that, Jared? <laughs> and then like. Having to look at his team and be like, hey, where the fuck are you guys? And then be like, oh, well, you know what? He's really good, but his team is not. So we should punish him for all the other guys that he has Stop. no control over. Like Stop. we wouldn't that'd be Stop. crazy to do that, right? We're not Jake Mute is Mike. We're not talking be, about the MVP. Same, I, who said it? Number fifty four. Fair and judge. Here's uh here's the call. Drill deep to left field. There it goes. 
Garcia! A long home run into the second deck. Number 54. And the Yankees lead 4-2. to two. Good for Aaron Judge, man. I mean, that hey. is... Uh... Oh, hold on. I got to... Apparently, I got I to gotta listen to this real quick. I'm getting, getting fucking blown up here. Man, if you're the Yankees, you absolutely cannot fucking. You can't let him go. You you if if you're the I don't care what his demands are, you cannot not pay Aaron Judge after this. If I'm Aaron Judge, I might not even fucking want to stay there. So. So the broadcast about a half hour ago, the Yankee broadcast Mm -hmm. showed. Showed a fella who might. May, may or may not have some similar physical characteristics to myself. Mm-hmm. And Michael K just fucking put me on blast. Just put me on blast. Listen to this. What do you say? Send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. Why, why do I got to send it to you? So that it, it sounds better to the listener. You're, tag, you're tagged in the... In the uh, I get a lot of tweets. tweets. Oh, wait. oh, wait. No, you're not. I'm going to here. I hear this just happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I sent it to you. Okay. <laughs> here is <laughs> Dallas Braden catching all the smoke from Michael K. That was the guy. That was Dallas Brady of the A's in the stands. They just showed. Oh, here's Doppelganger, one of the two. Ah. Uh, the broadcast for the A's picks that perfect game. Good guy. Good guy. I mean, this guy just looks like he got plucked out of Woodstock and dropped into Yankee Stadium in 2022. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks, bud. Damn, dude. You know. I have a theory, not a theory, but a hypothetical. What is it? Seeing how this Yankee season is playing out, and if you look at their uh, trade, their uh, trade deadline moves, which have been worse than anyone else's by far, not only because the players they got are either hurt, I think they're all hurt or not playing well, and the guys that gave away are all now MVPs. And then you add on top of the fact that they didn't sign Aaron Judge before the best season. Of all time, almost. Could this be Cashman's? Like, could this be it? Mm. Oh, there's, there's, there's already rumblings. There's already rumblings about that. Like, you fail to lock up Judge. You don't make the necessary moves in a window where you think you've got an opportunity to to get really deep in October. But. I mean, they've, they've, I don't want to say fallen victim too. You know, they've had some injuries. They've had some bullpen issues, some bullpen injuries. So that's where you go back to, well, could Cashman have supplemented during a time where he was in a position to be, ah. Mm. Jordan Montgomery had a very interesting quote the other day. Um, He was asked about his improvements since being traded by the Yankees. And he said, quote, what trade? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember a trade. I've turned the page and I'm excited to be here. Every five days, I want to go out and win. 
is well i mean that could be you could you could look at that a ton of different ways it's really however like i i first like on the surface level i love it because it just tells you that he's focused and it tells you that he wants to keep his eye on the prize he's not here to talk about any like he's he's moved on like why are we talking about that still no that that that's so old for me that is so old so i can understand that or you could look at it like you know what maybe things weren't great there maybe the culture isn't one that that breeds like cohesiveness or gives one the opportunity to feel like they can fail and grow and maybe they're not cultivating talent the way other clubs are like you could go a lot of different ways with that i think he uh I think he had the the rug pulled out from underneath him. You know, he talked about how he was, you know, some of his best friends in the world were on that Yankee team. And mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know. I can probably pull it up. But the audio of him talking after that trade, like he sounded like he was on the verge of tears. So I'm sure that he's pretty bitter about being traded. But that's great for the Cardinals because obviously he wants to shove it up their ass and be like, this is yeah. what you gave up. And it's, it's clearly been working. He's had yeah. one dud, one dud start since being there. The rest of them have just been flawless. Yeah, I wouldn't really count that one start either. Wow, is that against the Braves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Braves, so. about to catch it. Braves about to catch that smoke in the fucking town, too, starting tomorrow, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the A's are playing the Braves? That's right. Oh, boy. All right, That's what's right. the wager? That's right. What's the wager? It's just a little two-game set. Yeah. All right. What's a, the wager? A score run, then I will. Uh, <laughs> the A score. That shit's funny, Jared. That shit funny. Yeah, man. no, that's funny. Yeah, they suck. You guys want to? You guys want a game against the Orioles though? That was cool. Sure did. Fucking shut piece. We talking about seven nothing? Shut piece. Yeah, the no. Orioles uh, two and a half back. Of a playoff spot. Looks like the Oakland A's could not be further from a playoff spot <clears throat> more than any team in, in the league. But it's a, it's a I, I did curve here, Jared. Nobody yeah, you know, get experience. I did see a funny tweet after Marcelo Zuna hit a home run. <laughs> and it was, so a, it was a screenshot of him pointing up to the sky. And the caption was like, Marcelo Zuna pointing up to the sky like he's going to get into heaven someday is very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah. And I had the very same reaction. It yeah. Was, oh, Zuna from the Braves, was, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw a better tweet than that. What was it? Buster what? only. Braves since what did he June, say? Braves since June 1st, 61 and 24. Mm-hmm. Only a 271 when uh, run differential right there 271 runs since june 1st Mm. whatever five straight five straight mets lose the series to the nats one Mm -hmm. game lead one game lead here's the thing joey's biggest reason why the braves weren't going to win the division was because the mets schedule was so easy Uh and they just go out there and lose two out of three to the nats Mm mm-hmm and they got plastered in the last one. So are you are you changing your tone, Joe? Are you are you now? I mean, it's well, one game back. 
We know and, what he's trying to do. He's trying to downplay the potential division crown. That's what he's trying mm-hmm. to downplay. He doesn't want to jinx it. He doesn't want to put that energy out there. He doesn't want to say that the Braves are going to indeed win the division championship. You want to know, you want to know why, Jared? You want to know why? Why is that? You want to know why? Why is that? Because she ain't got the fucking balls Whoa. to wow. say it. Because she ain't got the fucking balls to wow. say it. That's why. Joey. You gonna take that, Joe? Yeah, I don't you got know, the man. balls. He's probably right because I didn't. I did say that. I didn't. I don't have the balls, dude. I think, they, but I think there's a good possibility. Now, I mean, fuck. They just they had Scherzer versus Corbin. Took the L. They and lost the Scherzer's hurt now. So factor in. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna miss time. I don't think that that's been determined as of this recording. He kind of just said, uh, "I wouldn't be able to look my teammates in the eye." If I tried to just pitch through it and then I fucked myself for the rest of the postseason. So I just I tapped out because that's we're playing the long game here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't know. We don't know the status of Max Scherzer right now, but he did exit a game over the weekend with an injury. And the Nats did kind of take it to the Mets there. And the Braves have won five straight. And I saw I saw KFC made this point, And I agree. I agree. It's a. Uh, you can take a positive out of losing that series to the Nats because it is September. <laughs> it's September. And that is the first series that the Mets lost to a team that they should have beaten. Yeah. That's pretty good. Nah. No, yeah, That's I mean, pretty good. You, that's pretty good. Out, out of all the series optimistic, that you play Jared, against bad teams, the first one that you lose is in like, September. Oh, no, yeah, that, exactly. We're optimistic. Hey, look, if that's the first time you're going to lose to it, that's great. Yes. But you could also just as easily say, hey, um, it's September. We can't be losing to teams we should be beating. You could just as easily say that. Why are we in the spot we're in right now? Because we've been winning the games that we're supposed to win. Now is not the time to start losing games we should be winning. So that argument is very easily and very quickly countered. It's just all about your glass and whether or not it's half full or half empty. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when you go to play the Nats of the worst record in the league in three-game series and you lose two games in the division facing Eric Fetty and Patrick Corbin, no shade. Mm. Yeah. You can't say, oh, well, you know, we're going to take a positive out of this. And Scherzer comes up a little limpy. Yeah, you lose one of your fucking two aces and you lose two out of three. And the first thing you're telling me is you've got positives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking beat it. And can we fact check that? That's the first time they lost a series they shouldn't have lost. I believe him, though. I believe Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <pal. laughs> well, you, Joey, uh, like just aside, I'm not a big <clears throat> fan of facts if they don't fit the narrative. So I, can I don't understand. know why, but I believe him, yo. Here's the thing, bro. Like, I mean, I have always said that, like, this Met schedule is so easy and it scared me. But now I'm looking at it. It's just, it's not even the Mets. It's like the Braves just might not lose again. <laughs> like, that's kind of how it feels. You got so, Spencer Strider throwing 16 strikeouts, like shit like so that say, just happens. Say it right now, Joey. Say it right now that they're going to win the division. Say it. Plant your I don't fucking say flag, it. I don't you say it. Fuck. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I don't even want to say it, but I do think there's a really good chance. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for playing the only Mets fan with the fucking brain. Frank the tank. <laughs> the brain never lose! 
Uh, yeah, it's tough. Not I mean, a, I want to. I want to look a single at, hair on your ass. <laughs> I want to look at the Mets' record since June first because I know it's really good. It's probably good. It's probably it's really, really good. It's probably good. like win the division type good. If they had somebody that could put that energy out in the world for them, it's like because uh, they. I don't know what it is. What the record? Maybe you can look that up, Jared mm-hmm. or Jake or. Dallas. What's the record? What's the since what are you June first? I, I don't look shit up. Since June first, the Mets record. Since June first, the Mets. The Mets are. Where are the Mets? Uh, they are fifty-one and thirty-three. Okay, fifty-one and thirty-three, and on that day, they were. The day of their daughter's wedding. <laughs> the, they were 10 and a half games up 51 mm-hmm. and 33. They lost 10 games during that span to being basically 20 games over 500 still lost 10 games to the division. Yeah. The, the, actually, you know what? Shocker. Since June 1st, I, I, I retract what I said earlier in the show about how you could take any sample of games and the Dodgers would have the best record. The Atlanta Braves are 61 and 24 since June 1st. That is the best record in baseball. Wow, even better than the world-beating Dodgers, who have scored a mm-hmm. hundred more runs than the than the team in any division that has scored the, scored the most runs. Yes, Braves never lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true. And they got speaking. It's just so good because he's. There's a difference between. There's obviously a lot of uh, hammed up sports content out there but frank no it's it's all real with frank frank is watching the videos of him at city field doing that <laughs> shit in public <laughs> like just no one like that dude that's yeah. just another level mm-hmm. well just, you just have to respect of, it just rage speaking of never losing mm-hmm. what were your thoughts when dylan cease Ooh. Lost the no hit bid with two outs. And if I'm not mistaken, was there two strikes on um, the AL batting average leader? Nope. Is he not? Xander Bogarts. Did he just pass him? Mm-hmm. He has eight straight multi hit games. <laughs> What's Xander hitting right now then? 317. What's fucking Arias hitting? 317. No, <laughs> oh, you dickhead. They're fucking. <laughs> You're such a dick. You're a dick. Oh, that's great. You're a dick. Oh, yeah. But I mean, when I saw Arias up there, I was like, no, no, <laughs> fucking no. Come on. Don't, don't, don't do this. Don't you fucking do this. And he fucking did it. God damn, he squared it up too. But Cease, I swear to God, dude, watching the dude walk off the mound after, like, Oh, he was pissed I, at his complete oh, game shutout. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There has never been somebody more pissed to throw a complete fucking, game shutout. So pissed off to throw a CG shut piece. Like, that guy wanted to punch elderly people. Mm. You could tell he is, he's like now, like, I swear to God, dude, I feel like it was like watching him take mushrooms and have an awakening. Like, he just, in, he he's, he's, 
tapped into the dimension, man. He's tapped in. He gets it. He's unlocked a level now where he's like, I, I think I know if I go and do this, this, and this, I can get through six, no hit. From there, this is what I'll have to do. Like, it's almost this- like he's 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 like, look, I'm gonna fuck around through a lot of these, so you guys just need to fucking bunk, buckle up. This is him talking after the the CG shut piece that was almost a no hitter. Emotions right now after coming so close. Uh, I am disappointed, but like you said, to win CG, um, I'll take it. But yeah, it's a little disappointing. He hit that with a rise. What was your approach? Did you think about possibly pitching around him? Yeah, I, I didn't want to give him anything too much, uh, too good to hit, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to fall behind and walk him either, so just try to get it down, and uh, he got to it. When did you get the feeling that tonight could be special? I think around the sixth. Um, you know, I really got down with my fastball command, and they had been swinging so early that I was at, like, 40-something or 50 pitches through five, so... Um, you know, I knew I knew from there I had a chance at a CG at the very least. Now, you guys had a long eighth inning, six runs scored. Yeah. How did you keep your focus? Uh, when you got a no-hitter on the line, it's not hard to stay focused. <laughs> what will you take from this game ultimately? Uh, you can't ever, you can't ever uh, take a pitch off. Not that I did take one off there, but um, it's not over till it's over. So, um, you know, he, I'm sure he wanted to end it as much as I wanted it. So... Um, you know, good for them and, uh, yeah, good win for us. Dylan, congratulations. Thank you. Pissed. (laughs) Oh, fucking furious, furious. But I hope, I hope he goes back and listens to that because I'm not saying that the answer to the question you ask yourself every time you take the ball, which is how do I get deep into this game? How, when you're preparing for your start, you're asking yourself, how do I complete this ball game? And you heard him hit on it. Fastball, fastball early. And what happens when you throw strikes with your fastball early? You establish the fact that you are going to be in the strike zone all fucking day. It's going to be 0-1. If you sons of bitches ain't ready, it's going to be 0-1. So if you want to fuck around with that, your choice. And the fastball execution is paramount. I don't care if it's 99 coming out of your hand or 89 coming out of your hand. It can set the tone. But for a dude like him, because it's not just about getting ahead with it, he's going to fucking blow you away and, and punch your lights out with it too. But just, man, that's why I I, tru- I do, man. I, I think he's going to, there's going to be a lot of times where you're just like, this guy is fucking, we're, we're going to be on a lot of Dylan Cease no-hitter watches. Yeah. I feel like there's been like six of these this year. Has there been a no hitter this year? Which one pitcher no hitter? I can't remember any of them. Yeah, hasn't there? There's been combined. Uh, Mets combined for one. There was like fucking ten last year. Yeah, I don't think that there is. A, I don't think that there is a no hitter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who. Uh, no. Well, man, yeah. nope. and they say the ball's dead. Psst. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The Astros threw a <laughs> sure. combined one. Yeah. That's not. Um, oh, Reed Detmers. Reed Detmers. Reed Detmers. Um, yeah. The last one. 
was Reed Detmers. It's the only no-hitter this year. Well, I don't want to be the steer on the ship here, but I'm going to steer the ship here. If we're looking at the AL Cy Young race with Verlander out, McClanahan Cease. might be out. Could it be Cease? Could be Cease. Could be Cease. I don't know because there's another pitcher who's pretty good who um, hasn't thrown as many innings but still has uh, the most war out of any pitcher other than those two, other than Gosman and Verlander. Gosman doesn't count. He's got like a four ERA. I don't know how that works. And Verlander's hurt. And that's Shohei Otani. 136 innings. At least 20 innings less than these other guys, but still third in the AL in war. Am I going to get muted here? Well, this is no, we're this not talking about Young. We're talking Cy Young. This dude. is Cy Young talk. This is Cy Young, kid. So he was going to have to throw because he's got five starts left, right? Or had five, he's going to have what four starts left now? Potentially, he was going to have to go seven in all of those starts to qualify, right? Qualify for? Um, is there a? For the for the for the DRA title, like for the ERA title, he qualifies right now. I, mean, I don't know that I don't even know what he needs to qualify, but I know I think he, you, you have to you have to for um, an inning for each game your team plays. Mm-hmm. Correct. So one hundred sixty-two. I think so he's on that what, pace. Well, that's why I like. I think I had done the math leading up to that and saying he was going to have to because I mean you can do the math right now. How many innings did you say he's at, Joe? He's at 136. So 136. And yeah, if he makes seven more or seven innings over five more starts, that's 35 innings. He'll have it. So that was, yeah. I I just don't know if that's going to happen. I hope that happens. Hmm. Because I mean. (laughs) Imagine that, dude. That Shohei comes in and steals a Cy Young. Not even comes in and steals a Cy Young. I just, I would just think of look at here. You know what? How many fucking strikeouts does this guy have? Two hundred and thirty-seven punch outs over one hundred and thirty-what innings? Thirty-eight innings? Give me the numbers, Joe. How many strikeouts does Shohei have? Siri. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna find it. I'm telling you. He's got 11, 11.98 per game, per nine. Yeah, that's fucking nasty. Give me Which, totals. How the fuck do you find it in fan graphs? These dorks don't. <laughs> it's right there. They want percentages. <laughs> okay, they so okay, got, <laughs> I got it. He's got 181. 181 punch outs and 138 and a third innings. 136 innings. 136 innings. It's decent. That's decent. But yeah, I like the uh I like the push, Joe. And and I'll tell you right now, for him to get to that qualifying status would be a hell of a run, which means he'd be pitching really well. So those numbers would look really fucking good as a qualifier. Really good. If you're if, if if you're pitching seven innings in this day and age, it's because you're throwing the ball very well. And if your name is Shohei Otani and you're punching out eleven per nine, 
Well, we're talking. He's going to hit the fucking 200 punch out mark regardless. That's happening. Book that. So, yeah, it just becomes silly talk. Just absolutely silly, silly, silly talk. I would love Because then people are going to be like, because then you're going to have to differentiate which conversation you're having when it comes to Shohei Otani, Jared. That's where you're actually going to have to go, no, 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 hold on. I'm just talking about the Cy (laughs) Young. Oh, were you talking about the MVP? Oh, the one where he factors in with, oh. I think we got our loophole, Dallas. I think we found our loophole. I think we did. I think this is just, no, this is just for the guy that pitches, man. Yeah, no, I know it's crazy, right? The dude who just... The dude who just does the pitching is also up for... Yeah, I know. I know. Stick with me here, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, if you were looking for where the other guy in the MVP race fits in in the Cy Young, he does not. He he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I would <clears throat> fucking love to show hey, Cy Young, dude. I'll shut all these <laughs> fucking assholes up, bro. Because, oh you know, God. I'm not... No MVP talk. Hey, no MVP talk, he, but... Hey, if Shohei Otani wins the MVP and the Cy Young, I will get Shohei Otani's name in Japanese tattooed on my body. Otani-san. <laughs> I'll get, no, I'll get fucking Sugoi tattooed on me. That's what I'll get. It's an important conversation to have because, you know, I made a tweet the other day and I got some people telling me and I'm not really watching the ESPN people a lot, but I'm hearing that ESPN saying it's over. Judge is winning it. This legacy media people. I mean. Well, that's, that's because ESPN is so, so heavily skewed Yankees and East Coast specifically. It's not even funny. Oh, my God. And there's there's a lot of Mets folks there, too. But it is, yeah, it's grotesquely, grotesquely East Coast heavy and Yankee heavy. You would agree with that, wouldn't you, Jared? Yeah. Yeah. The East Coast bias is a real thing. The Yankees bias. Yeah, Yankees bias is a real thing, yeah. As is Red That's Sox why I try and uh, keep things right down the middle. <laughs> That's why we're the preferred choice for all baseball fans because we keep it right down the middle. Exactly. And it's not fucking yeah. easy. Obviously, like I have teams that I like and I have teams that I don't like, but you wouldn't be able to tell by listening to the podcast. No. So. That's why there's, you know, there's fan Jared and then there's work Jared. I try and and I successfully Keep fan Jared separate from the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very successfully. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Breaking it? news: We have a new sponsor. <laughs> a late season call up, if you will. CBDMD. Oh, the leaders in hemp based CBD and Delta Nine THC products. These guys have everything you could possibly need to just straight up feel better. And their latest breakthrough is Delta Nine THC. These sneaky innovators found a way to get these Delta 9 THC products shipped directly to your door. Now, some restrictions may apply because of course they do. So check your local laws before purchasing. But I'm telling you, this stuff is the real deal. They've got gummies packed with 10 milligrams of THC, perfect for winding down after watching the Sox blow yet another lead. But, you know, they're the best team in baseball this month. That's just a fact. Does 10 milligrams sound like a lot to you? Because CBDMD has you covered with their microdose soft gels. With just one milligram of THC, these little guys pack a punch that's perfect for all-day support whenever and wherever you need it the most. Don't get all caught up in the technicalities. This is the same THC that you've come to know and love over the years, just extracted from hemp. I've made it a part of my 
nightly routine after I'm winding down after a long day of podcasting and tweeting and making videos and all that. I'm just like, hey, it's time to chill out. CBDMD, they come in and they're basically the closer. CMD, CBM, CBDMD is, is the closer for my day. And to learn more about Delta 9 and everything else CBDMD has to offer, just head to CBDMD.com. Once again, that is CBDMD.com for information, education, and the best damn gummies that you've ever had. You must be 21 years or older to purchase Delta 9. What else do we got? Um, I feel like that almost covers it. Yeah, we've hit it all. Yeah, except for the we've last ad read. We'll read it. Is there anything else that we want to hit on, though? Uh, No, just the AL East. All the teams in the playoffs. It's a heavy, heavy wild card implications uh, with the with the Orioles. Obviously, you've got the Guardians and the and the Twins that got to figure shit out. That's for me is is boiling down to be the race that I'm watching. I keep seeing on Twitter that the White Sox are back, but they're not. They're two games well, out and they've they have a losing record over their last 10. And I did I did just leave the White Sox out of that. That's why it's interesting is because the White Sox are still around there. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so that that that's for me that's where the that's where the eyeballs are. But that's it's almost fair. like it's almost like that uh, is it though? Because what's so interesting about it? Are any one of the teams that wins that division going to threaten? In, do we feel like there's going to be a threat? No, you're yeah, you're basically just. Uh, well, again, I'll, I'll say like, this: it's like who's fighting to get to the top of the pyramid to get their fucking throat slit, but be sacrificed. That's what I it still think like. the, the Twins bullpen still plays in October baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to make a deep run. I'm just saying, like if. It's not going to be a, uh, the twins won't be the gimme that they've been since 2003. Well, that's why I asked the question is, does it feel like any one of those three teams right now that are jockeying? No, I don't think that any of those teams pose a threat to any of the elite of the American League. And I put, I put the Seattle Mariners in that conversation. It's the Astros, the Mariners, and the Astros, really. Yeah, like the Rays are playing good ball. Do, do they scare you in terms of like threatening to win a championship? Well, the Blue Jays. I mean, I mean the yeah, the Rays, the Blue Jays. There's, the Blue there's Jays no have reason. just been a roller coaster. It's been like this team. You can't stop these guys. And then it's like ah, they fizzled out, and now they're back. They fired their manager, and now they're you know they're kicking ass. And then it's like oh, they kind of fizzled out a little bit, like. There's been a, a major lack of consistency. They're still a good team. I'm not saying that, you know, like that lineup fucks big time, but there's been a major lack of consistency to the Blue Jays season. But the playoff baseball, brother, you got the right pieces. You know, you start I'll say this. swinging them. Come pitching. October, no team has a greater home field advantage than the Toronto Blue Jays. Really? It could play up. Yeah. You do not. But I'll you, tell you don't this, want I'm, to play postseason baseball yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. We're talking about playing inside and the Rogers Center. That fucking place pops because I was just in Baltimore and that place was 
electric, even with 26,000 people there, even with 13,000 people there, the place was fucking popping. Um, and I'm sure come October, that place is going to be filled to the brim of those fans. Filled to if the they brim. Get in. If they um, get in. Yeah, if, if they get in. If they get in. I got to get my athletic greens in every day. Do you know what a milk frother is, Dallas? Sure do. I got one for my athletic greens. It is <laughs> so kind of counterproductive to go like athletic greens in the morning and then herbal cigs at night. But no, it's you're doubling down, dude. Come on. Yeah, that is what it is. Uh, our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to get better gut health and more energy. And now I've been on for a few weeks and I feel great. People are like, what is it? I don't get it. Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. I'm doing four podcasts a week. We're live tweeting every single game. We're doing videos, all kinds of stuff. It's tiring. Waking up, uh, taking my AG1 gives me the energy that I need to perform all of these tasks and try to be entertaining and on my A game every single day. I got all my vitamins and minerals that I need in one easy scoop serving. And now that I'm on the road more often, I bring the to-go packs with me for the early wake-up calls. And it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Supports better sleep quality, which we all could use, and recovery if you're uh, in the gym, if that's your type of thing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune system-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Jared. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Jared, J-A-R-E-D, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, Any final thoughts here, gentlemen? Joseph Pools hits Pools hits seven hundred before the end of the week. No, not before the end of the week. Pools okay. hits seven oh three. Wow, you think he blows past it? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Joe! I think I, I'm going to get in touch with DraftKings to see if we can get odds on that to do like a will he won't he type bet. Yeah, fuck yeah, over over. Yeah, come on. And you be it's a huge missed opportunity to not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a meeting with them tomorrow morning, so I'll bring that up in the meeting, and uh, I'll see if we can't get that on the on the sports book. If people want to get in on that action, I think that that would be really cool. Uh, Jake's takes uh, a lot of talk about the Braves five game win streak, but not a lot of talk about the Red Sox five game win streak. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a good point, and and I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I think there are a lot of fucking idiots out there that are like, well. Dallas just talks about the A's and Jared just talks about the Red Sox. I don't talk about the Red Sox in this fucking podcast. I don't. That's that's and I don't Jake. talk about the A's. Jake's no. Dallas never talks about the A's. Jake is the Red Sox guy on this podcast. I am the baseball guy. I just talk about baseball. Yeah, we're all baseball guys here. And I'll give a quick shout out to the Red Two. Sox because that five game win streak has brought them within thirteen and a half games of the division lead. I mean, that's a dumb thing to say. That's yeah, literally probably. Closer than they were when they were good, honestly. You look back. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I mean. Yeah. What are they in the wild cards? It's like seven. Uh, seven something. They gained. A, they won five straight and they gained half a game. 
They're seven and a half back. September yes. 28. Gain more games in the division than you did in the wild card. Why you up my ass about trying to give you love? <laughs> wow. Wow. You take two fucking seconds and step back and you realize Dallas is actually a nice man. That's not true. Hmm. Imagine that. That's not true. Imagine that. Yeah. All right. We'll be back on Thursday. Enjoy your week of baseball. Uh, we'll talk to you then. We out.